Hey friend, happy Friday. Today I'm gonna to be doing a devotional Bible study for you. We got some great feedback on the devotional from last week or the week before. It was episode 497, What Does It Mean to Be Anointed? You guys are loving the faith episodes. Please do keep that feedback coming so that we can do more of what you want. You can shoot those um, requests or that feedback at any time into support at stephaniegass.com or over in our Facebook group stephgascommunity.com. But today we're going to be going into mindset. We're going to talk about specifically what the Bible says about changing your mindset. And not only that, but I actually have mapped out for you how you can actively change your mindset in a biblical way. So I know that you're going to love today's episode. I really pray this blesses you and I can't wait to dig in. Do you want to get clear on your calling so you can start an online business? Do you find yourself looking up how to work from home, how to start a business, or ways to get more clients? <laughs> hey friend, welcome to the Stephanie Gas Show. You know God has a plan for you, yet you can't seem to get clarity on what it is. So you stay stuck, do nothing, or start random side hustles to make quick money. Wait for it, clarity is calling. Hey, I'm Steph, daughter of the king, wife, boy mom, and PJ all day enthusiast. After building success the world's way, I was still lost. I finally surrendered and God showed me how to build a business his way. Spoiler, your dreams pale in comparison to God's dreams for you. Imagine getting clear on your God-led calling, learning the steps to starting a sustainable online business, launching a podcast and monetizing using coaching or courses so that you can make impact and income. And maybe you're doing it all braless and flawless. <laughs> this is the podcast for you. Pop that LaCroix, fill up your iced coffee, or grab your kombucha. Actually, you're probably going to need all three. It's time to grow, girl. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it. Before we get going, it is the last day for you to celebrate with me. What are we celebrating? We are celebrating passing 500 episodes on the Stephanie Gass Show podcast, and I want to celebrate with you. Today, all you gotta do to enter the giveaway where you can win free coaching, free scholarship to either of my courses, or a free 15-minute power coaching spot in my Facebook group is super simple. Here's what you're gonna do. One, leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcasts and take a screenshot. Come share it in our Facebook community, stephgascommunity.com with the hashtag 500th episode, that's 500th episode. Or if you've already left a review for the show, you're gonna share this podcast with a friend, share a favorite episode with a friend, or on your social media and take a screenshot. Come post it in the Facebook group, hashtag 500th episode, and you will be entered to win. We're gonna be doing that drawing this weekend, and we're gonna be giving away, giving away those epic prizes to celebrate with you 500 episodes on the show. All right, let's begin this conversation around what does the Bible say about changing your mindset with the definition of mindset. Now, uh, the definition according to Merriam-Webster is a way of thinking, attitude, or inclination, or a fixed state of mind. So a mental attitude or inclination, or a fixed state of mind or a state 
of mind. I think that's super interesting because as we get into this work, mindset has become an awesome buzzword. Mindset, having the right mindset, and I think it's so important anytime that we're looking to alter something about ourselves, whether that be our minds, our physical bodies, strength training or weight loss, our businesses, uh, conversations with our spouses, like anything, we have first got to put it through the scripture filter because we are Christians and God's word is life. God's word goes. And so it's easy to kind of slip into how to change your mindset, those blogs that are online or different podcasts that may not be biblically based. And so today, I really set out to answer this question, what does the Bible say about mindset? Now, the Greek word for mind is phronio, if I'm saying that right, and the definition of that is thoughts, reasoning, or views. So thoughts, reasoning, or views. And we know that we are created by God, for God, in the likeness of him. And we have a mind, body, spirit, and soul. We know that we have these different pieces. And what's interesting is that the mind is super important. The mind is actually mentioned in 160 different verses in the New Testament. So I know that the mind does matter. And one of my absolute favorite verses when we, we begin to dig into this is Romans 12, 2. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So not only are we called to like mind to matter, not, are we, not only are we called for our minds to be something that we're actively focused on as believers, but we are then told that we can actually transform ourselves by the renewing of our mind. And when we look at the definition of transform, we see a few different things. To change in composition or structure, to change in form or appearance, or to cause a cell to undergo genetic transformation. Uh, like transform is literally to be changed, completely changed to become your new person. And so we are told that the renewing of our mind is that critically important that we can actually be transformed. So why would we want to change our minds, right? Other than this promise of you can become this new version of yourself, you can be transformed. Um, well, that's great, but like, why does that matter? What do we actually need to control about our mindset? Why would we need this transformation is the question. A few things I wrote down. First, our, our thoughts and our mind, which if we look back at the Greek, for the Greek meaning of the word mind, phronio, thoughts. So it's thoughts, reasoning, and views, right? So if we allow thoughts, reasoning, views, mind, and it's negative of any kind, it's worldly of any kind, it can impact our actions, right? Because our mind controls our thoughts and our thoughts link directly to our actions. So we've got to be able to transition from worldly action to God-centered action. The other one is our thoughts can keep, and our minds can hold us captive. When our, I don't know about you, but for me, it's like, your mind has all these narratives and these stories and these 
thoughts or reasoning around why you should or shouldn't do something, why you should or shouldn't say something, why you should say something even when you shouldn't say something, or beliefs about yourself or lies about yourself that it literally can hold you captive from God's path for your life, from a conversation that needs to happen. Your thoughts can hold you captive or trap you. Um, The last thing I wrote down is our thoughts can trick us. Our minds can trick us or can trick others. Because our minds are susceptible, right, to the lies of the enemy, to strongholds, to stories that have been spoken over us or stories that we've created in our own minds. So this is such a dangerous thing that we are truly dealing with here. So then how do we change or renew our mindset so we can be transformed, so we don't fall victim to you know, being in our thoughts, being in control of our actions or being held captive by thoughts, negative thinking or being trapped or tricked or or being a like a beacon where we're putting out our negative thoughts into those into others around us, because that's a huge thing, right? Not placing our negativity or our swirling thoughts or our worldly thoughts out into the world and creating like poison for other people. So let's go into what the Bible actually says about changing our mindset. Number one comes from Romans 8, verse 5 and 6. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. Okay, that is so legit. So let's go ahead and dig into this verse a little bit. What this is saying is that are you living flesh forward or spirit forward? And for me, that means Stephanie takes the backseat and Holy Spirit steps up. Holy Spirit led. Holy Spirit, take the wheel today, right? Make the decisions for me in the in the moment, like even in a conversation or in a fight. Holy Spirit, please speak for me. Or like, Holy Spirit, hold me back when my kids are driving me crazy, right? Or Holy Spirit, please help me deal with this negative thought that's come into my heart and mind. Immediate surrender to Holy Spirit and the active practice of putting putting your physical flesh in the backseat and allowing Holy Spirit, your Holy Spirit inside of you, right? The allowing Holy Spirit to actually come into the front seat and drive and take the wheel, Because why would we do that? Well, in this verse, it specifically says, the mind governed by the flesh is death. Okay, so I think that's pretty dang clear. The mind governed by the flesh versus the mind governed by the spirit. So here's what this tells me. Your mind can be controlled. Your mind can be governed by something. So the question is, who is governing your mind? What is governing your mind? Is it your flesh, the world? you know, lies, lies from the enemy or these belief, these earthly beliefs, or is it the spirit who's governing your mind? And I don't think this is for me, at least, this is not like clear cut where I'm a hundred percent governed by the spirit. Praise the Lord, life and peace. No, like this is a battle. I will say, right. We are human and it is okay to recognize when our minds are not being governed by the spirit, but to take that captive immediately Take that thought captive or take that moment captive and surrender it at the feet of Jesus. So first is that we've got to choose 
to have our mind be governed by the spirit. All right, the next thing that scripture and the Bible says about the changing of your mindset comes from Deuteronomy 11:18. Fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them to your foreheads. So it basically says you want to change your mindset, read scripture. Get in the word, sister, read that scripture. Fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds. Fix them. Fix them. So to me, that means you read scripture or you read a chapter out of the Bible or you take some of God's word and you read it once. You really sit with it. You pray over it. You journal over it and you you apply it. Right? You apply it. You fix it. You fix it into. It says to tie it. Tie it to your hands. Bind it to your foreheads. Wear it. You wear that scripture. And so how do you actually apply this right now? Or what does that tactically mean? For me, it means I am going back to scripture in my prayer life. I am applying scripture and God says statements over my life. Truth inside my prayer. Truth over my children. Truth over my business. And I'm going into scripture to find answers. Just like right now. If you're going in and looking at like, what, is the, what does God have to say about mindset? We're finding truth right now, but we now have to fix this truth into our, into our person, right? So that might mean writing the scriptures down that I'm mentioning right now. It may mean reading these scriptures when that negativity comes in, when your mind, when, when your mind is being governed by the flesh and you can't seem to get a hold of it, turning back to scripture and really wearing God's truth at on your hands, think of like you're going out to battle, you're going boxing, like are you wearing gloves that are covered in scripture? Bind them to your foreheads. To me, that is like you're thinking it, you're thinking it, you're thinking God's word, you're thinking that scripture. You're continuously going back to what you know is truth. Okay, the third thing the Bible says about changing your mindset is comes from Psalm 26.2. Test me, Lord, and try me. Examine my heart and mind. So the third thing is to let God test you. Let God test your mindset and your mind and your thoughts. So often we put a barrier up between our thoughts, our minds, our realities, and letting God in, inviting him in to to find out that icky stuff that's in there, right? And it's sometimes we don't even want to look at our thoughts like, ugh, like I am thinking the most nasty thoughts. I'll just be quiet. Hopefully that will go away, whether that's thoughts about yourself thoughts about your family or your friends or whatever it might be, you know, those yucky thoughts creep in and we put it somewhere because we think it's too ugly to, to look at it. But what Psalm 26, 2 encourages us to do is to, to hand it to God and say, test me, Lord, try me, examine my mind. So that prayer might look like, you know, Lord, I've been having this thought or I've been having these negative thoughts. I need you to examine and prune my thoughts, pull the weeds, show me how to release this, give me the resources, the books, the scripture, or the mentors, or or, or just the peace, you know, whatever it might be, Lord, to, to relinquish these thoughts or this negativity and test me. Find out where the weeds are. Maybe I don't even see the weeds, Lord. Please bring them to light so that I can pull them. And let God test you. Now, last but not least, and like I said, y'all, please feel free to go into the rabbit hole. There are 160 verses about the mind. I just pulled out some key ones that I wanted to highlight for you. So it does not stop here. 
The Bible has a lot to say about changing your mindset. But the last one, number four, comes from Mark 12, 30. Love the Lord with all of your heart, mind, and soul. So number five is to love God fully. Do you want to change your mindset? You've got to love God fully. That is our number one commandment is to love him with all that we are. And all that we are includes our mind. So one of the cool things that I'm going to start doing, and I I would encourage you to start doing, is as these thoughts come in or this negative mindset comes in, to ask yourself, am I glorifying God right now in either the way that my actions are dictating, my thoughts are dictating my actions, or what I'm thinking about myself or someone else right now? Is this glorifying God and showing him love? That is such a quick question that should banish that negative mindset or that negative thought. And then we know he's given us the answers to how to actually get rid of that. Deuteronomy eleven eighteen, reading scripture and then choosing Romans 8, verse 5 and 6 to live according to the spirit, to surrender that. All of which, when we put all of this together, the outcome is that we get to be transformed. How, what, how refreshing <laughs> I feel so refreshed to know that I don't have to live with this negative Nancy mindset. I don't have to be governed by my flesh. Like it feels freeing. It feels peaceful and it feels so right to know that Holy Spirit can totally take over and help me be transformed completely from the inside out. So let's recap. How do, what, number one, what does the Bible say about changing our mindset? Well, it has a lot to say, 160 verses. Specifically, we have four simple steps. One, live according to the spirit and let your mind be governed by the spirit. Two, read scripture and bind scripture to your hearts and minds. Fix scripture, fix these words of mine on your hearts and minds. And number three, let God test you and examine your mind. And then number four, love God fully. Love God fully. I think I got the numbers off about that earlier. Sorry, love me. Love God fully with all of your mind. So we have those four simple steps. And then again, what does that actually do? Romans 12, 2, it transforms you. So your mind can be renewed by God, with God, beside God, and you can surrender your thoughts to him. And he has gifts for you when we walk out that obedience. Lord, I just pray over everyone listening today that you would help us in this process. You are not a God of confusion. You are a loving and good God every time, every day, all the time. So we ask you, Lord, to completely shift our minds from the physical to heavenly places that you would right now actively transition who's governing and what's governing our mind, Romans 8, 5, 6, from the flesh, from earthly things to Holy Spirit. And we receive the life and peace and transformation that is promised when we do that. Lord, I ask that you'd carve out time and space for us to pour more deeply, intently, and purposefully into your word, that you would bring the words to life and help us internalize them and create truth that we can live out, that we can speak out, and that we can transfer to our kids 
and our spouses and our communities. And lastly, Lord, we just surrender this whole process to you of changing our mindset. We, we invite you to test us, to examine us, Lord, because we love you fully. We trust you fully. And we, we have big faith that you can do incredible things with our yes, Lord. And that includes completely transforming our mind, thoughts, and thinking into godly way of thinking. Jesus name. Amen. I'll see you guys back real soon. Psst. Hey, real quick before you go, do you want more faith episodes just like this? Hop over to episode 497, where I talk about what it means to be anointed. Episode 493, five ways to be led by God as a faith-based entrepreneur. Episode 490, one of my favorites, a spiritual battle plan, seven steps to defeat the enemy, strongholds, and spiritual warfare. Episode 481, Struggling to Trust God, Four Bible Life Lessons from Proverbs. And episode 445, Stop Letting Shame Hold You Back in Your Business Growth. And there's a ton more where that came from. You guys can download my podcast catalog and binge all of the faith episodes by going to stephgascommunity.com and grabbing the Stephanie Gas Show catalog in the guides. I'll meet you there. Did you have fun or learn something? Leave mama a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way, and that it's helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that has been praying for a breakthrough? I also would love it if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know you're actually liking the show. Plus, it lights me up to hear from you. Lastly, come on over to our free community, stephgascommunity.com and head to stephaniegass.com to grab your free gifts. I have free workshops over there and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses or connecting. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, Romans 15, 13. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.